That agonizing sound is the opening bell on the New York Stock Exchange. It signals the beginning of the trading day, and come Monday, here's what the iconic trading floor will sound like. That's crickets. The New York Stock Exchange's COVID-19 screening process yielded two positive results, and so they are closing the iconic trading floor starting on Monday the 23rd in favor of an all-electronic trading system. Let me point out, though, that it's not the markets that are closing, it's just the trading floor, which, to be honest, doesn't look like all that much fun anyways. While theme parks may all be closed, there have been plenty of roller coaster rides in the U.S. stock market. The coronavirus pandemic has many people wondering about the effects on the economy, and right now, it's not looking too good. Economists are predicting a recession. Some say the recession is already here. COVID-19 has crippled global economic activity through lockdowns and business shutdowns, and many people here are feeling the financial impact. People are losing jobs and losing money, and as more businesses close, events canceled and travel restricted, no one is spending money. Simple economics. Round and round we go. Back in February, Trump asked Congress for $2.5 billion to fight the spread of coronavirus. Since then, that proposal for some quick aid has turned into one of the biggest and most expensive stimulus packages in modern history. And just like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's broken into phases. Let's go through it. Phase one. So we're signing the $8.3 billion. I asked for two and a half, and I got 8.3, and I'll take it. After negotiations with Congress, that $2.5 billion the White House initially asked for, well, they settled on $8.3 billion. It provided extra funding for the CDC, the FDA, the National Institute of Health, the State Department, and the Small Business Administration, and also the U.S. Agency for International Development. It also included $4 billion to make more coronavirus tests available and $1 billion in loan subsidies for small businesses. Phase two. Today, the Senate has taken up coronavirus legislation that includes free testing for those who need it, as well as paid sick leave and family medical leave for workers affected by the virus. The phase two financial relief package was signed into law on Wednesday. As for phase three, here's Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. uh, The Fed will be setting up a special purpose vehicle, which the Treasury will invest $10 billion in from one of our funds. That will enable the Fed to guarantee the purchase of A1P1 commercial paper going forward. That is a $1 trillion market and is critical to American workers, it's critical to American business, and it's critical to American savers who have a lot of that money in money market funds. The White House and Congress are now hashing out the details of that massive $1 trillion stimulus package, the details of which remain in flux. But the proposal would provide direct payments to taxpayers. This is where those $1,000 checks for most Americans thing you've probably been hearing about comes from. It would also provide $300 billion in small business loans for employers with 500 employees or fewer. It also includes a $50 billion bailout for the airline industry, $150 billion to other industries affected like hotels, malls, cruise lines, and it includes guaranteed money market mutual funds. So while negotiations are intensifying on Capitol Hill in an effort to ease economic fallout, many U.S. citizens are already feeling the severe financial impact of the coronavirus. Especially here in California, last night, March 19th, Governor Gavin Newsom announced a statewide stay-at-home order. 
asking individuals to stay in their homes or places of residence for as much as possible except for essential needs. Essential services like gas stations, pharmacies, banks, and laundry services will stay open. Food services like grocery stores, farmers markets, food banks, convenience stores, and restaurants that are offering takeout and delivery will also remain open. He also stated that this stay-at-home order will be a self-regulated behavior, but many small businesses are already struggling. Here's Christina Pascucci. Yeah, we were forced to close. I mean, last week when it started, we, we took the capacity down to half um, at the whiskey. And, you know, we were limiting the amount of people at the Rainbow. Um, and then when the orders came through from Garcetti, we just, you know, we shut down and then, you know, haven't opened since. That is Michael Maglieri. He's owner of the iconic Whiskey A Go-Go and Rainbow Room on Sunset Boulevard. Needless to say, his business is suffering like so many others right now. I mean, I, I mean, last week alone, we were more than 50% down uh, just in just overall business. I mean, now, I mean, we're down to nothing. I mean, no money's coming in and there's no way to pay our employees. And, you know, everyone's kind of, you know, half our employees are going to unemployment, just trying to get something to get through, hopefully just the next two weeks. Michael gets it. He understands why city and county leaders shut down restaurants. He just has to figure out how to ride this one out. There's no insurance. I, I called you I, I called my insurance guy last night. I'm like, I'm going to give you the question you've been getting from every single person. And uh, <laughs> no, there's there's no, nothing. None of our insurance covers this. Like you know? Some of the upper employees are probably be fine because they, you know, they have enough money to get through the next little bit of time. But I mean, 80% of our employees live paycheck to paycheck. So, I mean, literally everyone I know or every one of our employees has been hitting up these, you know, funds or trying to just get whatever money they can just to get their bills paid. There is something, though, that people can do to help. Here is Mike's wife, Amy. People should keep ordering from restaurants as much as they can now. And then all their food that's in their refrigerators and cabinets go to that after restaurants close. Just order from the Rainbow and Postmates the Rainbow in all restaurants until restaurants are fully closed. And you guys have delicious food, I must say. Their restaurant neighbors now are getting creative. Tess is a popular restaurant, and now it's a market. Celeb hotspot Boa and Roku are offering 50% off bottles of wine with takeout and a credit for future dining. Looking forward, Mike and Amy say they're hopeful for the future of the rainbow and also for the world's famous music venue, The Whiskey. I feel like typically in times of turmoil, people turn to music. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that would be the greatest thing. But I mean, you know, gathering in crowds is the worst thing you can do at this point. So people just need to hang in there. And, I, you know, when this does end, I think it'll be great for our business. I think people are going to be dying to get out. In the meantime, there's this one local who's trying to ramp up her support. It's been really inspiring to see people trying to support small businesses and local businesses. We talked to 26-year-old Valley resident Charlotte Dodds, who's battling the coronavirus herself. What has the past week or so been like? How have you kept yourself entertained? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, I'm on day eight. It's getting getting lonely out here. Dawes used her quarantine to compile a spreadsheet. She has dozens of New York and LA restaurants with special offers or delivery during these really hard times. And she shared it all on social media. The support systems that people have created with the internet has been like mind-blowing. A little background on Charlotte. She tested positive for coronavirus last week after a girl's trip to Miami. In a group chat with some friends from the trip, other people um, 
were also feeling ill, and I knew it wasn't just an accumulated hangover. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're thinking we may have gotten it at some sort of super club. When I was traveling and even going out, I was very cautious. I wore a mask, wore gloves. The level of contagion is just beyond like comprehension. Did you see those pictures this week that surfaced of those mass beach parties in Florida? You had drunk millennials and Gen Zers on spring break telling reporters a coronavirus response is overblown. Meanwhile, millions of people across the nation were on lockdown. What's really scary is that uh, it's people in their 20s who are the most social and were the least likely to show symptoms. So we're like kind of the most dangerous generation. So now Dawes is doing another public service and she is posting videos about her experience to social media to try to educate her fellow young people about how serious this is. Hello, outside world. I'm on day 11 of quarantine. If we're gonna like, you know, prevent the spread to the elderly and the immunocompromised, and if we're gonna get our economy back on track, this is the best thing we can do right now, just to take it as seriously as possible. She also believes in focusing on the silver lining. I think people just feel really lost and we have to keep the positivity. I think it's always in the face in the face of conflict that, you know, new things come about and new discoveries and new ideas and um, as bad as this is, it's really great that we're at least trying to take precautions sooner than Italy did. If you know of anyone like Charlotte who's working to make a difference in their local community, please let us know. We want to tell their story too. And also, don't forget to Postmates, your local restaurants. That's right, Christina. They need it now more than ever. Looking back at the big picture, there is a bright spot. Most economists predict that while the decline of the country's economy is severe, it may be short-lived. They expect a return to growth in the third quarter of this year. But of course, before any predictions can hold water, the main thing to focus on is containing the outbreak. All right, I'm going to go order a pizza from my favorite pizza joint. We'll be back with more Coronavirus Daily on Monday. Before you take off, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite app so you never miss an episode. And please continue to share with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you've found any of the information we've shared useful or if any of the stories we've shared have resonated with you, let us know by leaving a rating or a review wherever you get this podcast. For the latest up-to-the-minute information on the COVID-19 pandemic, visit KTLA.com or the KTLA News app. You can find me and Christina on social media. I'm at SoundsLikeBobby on Instagram. She's at Christina Pascucci. Or you can reach out on Twitter at KTLA Podcasts or at Christina KTLA. Thanks so much for listening.